You're listening to the TSV Oddcast. listening again um how you guys been daniel vince i'm good i'm, I'm just uh just got off of work ready yeah. to ready to crush it yeah on this podcast how you doing vince uh i'm good i ate half a uh, box of trefoils from girl scout cookies so i'm good seems healthy and delicious yeah beware <laughs> it is girl scout season <laughs> they'll get you they will get you the price went up but you know yep. what they they're there and we're the, gonna keep buying it diet yeah. wrecked Mm-hmm. This episode brought to you by the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Buy a box or seven. Cool. Well, let's just jump in. All right. Um, this episode gonna, you know, get pretty, pretty deep into it. We're gonna be talking about cancer and the American Cancer Society's uh, Relay for Life. Um, so we were part of a group that we started. Uh, how long ago? Uh, six years ago. It was twenty ten. Was oh when God, we started. We're old. 2010 was our first year being yeah. a part of uh, Relay for Life, uh, sponsored by the American Cancer Society. And we, we had a group called Cancer Wars, where everything we did was themed Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, like, you know, shirts made up. We had... Uh, the first year was uh, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. The second year was The Awareness Strikes Back. And the last year was The Return of the Survivor. Right. And um, we had a really good run, and, and we would... What Relay for Life is, is, you know, the concept is, you know, cancer doesn't sleep, so for one night, neither do we. So we have somebody on a track at all times, and you collect a bead each time you, mm-hmm. you know, you walk the track. And, and for every lap, earns a certain amount. I forget how much. Well, uh, it's, it, 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 what it actually is, is uh, you fundraise beforehand and during the event, too. Right. And the idea is... Like per pledge, to, right? Well, no, no, it, it's not a pledge. It's not a per lap thing. It's, oh, okay. uh, it's just, you just try to get like flat rates, like you get 20 bucks from grandma or whatever, right. you know, mm-hmm. and you just try to get uh fundraise as much as possible and try to, you know, it, the idea is all this money goes to um, cancer research and mm-hmm. it goes to programs that the American Cancer Society runs stuff that like, like gets, uh, gets patients to their, their appointments on time. It mm-hmm. helps. It helps, like, do all sorts of incredible, like, necessary stuff. And, you know, we, we shouldn't, you know, the thing with American Cancer Society, you know, like, you, we see them on sports networks and certain leagues of, mm-hmm. of sports. They have, to, they have to pay for that. That's not free. Yeah. You know, for, you know, when the, some of the sports teams, like, you know, you can buy, like, wristbands and, you know, things like that, or colored shoes, you know, pink shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, those sports leagues get a portion of that money. You know, this is 100% for American Cancer Society. We get no money for this. Uh, so, yeah, 100% of the proceeds go uh, to programs that are sponsored, you know, or run by the American Cancer Society, you know, and this is getting people to hospitals to, to do their chemo treatment or, 
you know, some of it, some of it's like Meals on Wheels, and like there's a bunch of different programs, um, and you know, some of this is pretty, you know, close to home uh, mm-hmm. for for every single one of us here, and and we know a lot of listeners, uh, so I'll turn that over uh, to Daniel, who's going to go first, and yeah, share um, a story. Well, <clears throat> when uh, when we started doing this in two thousand and ten, um, it had been two years. So in two thousand eight, my dad was. Uh, uh, diagnosed with uh, lung cancer and he had a tumor in the back of his head uh, that was developing up there so um, for the longest time as long as I can remember my dad had always been a smoker um, unfortunately you know like um, for all the all the different types of cancer that do hit people um, some are majority of them are caused you know Un, uh, involuntarily and then unfortunately for my dad um, he had been a smoker for a really long time ever since I was a little kid probably before that too uh, yeah so um, in 2008 he got diagnosed and I really didn't know how to deal with it I was just like oh okay so he's just gonna do the chemo and then he's gonna be cool but you know my dad died uh, he passed away recently last year and it was um he he had fought cancer for almost seven years and a little over that but you know it was uh, it was pretty crazy and then when when we decided to do this and they were um i forgot who i think vince approached me about doing uh doing the relay for life thing and i was like yeah totally and i remember we built I built um, a Millennium Falcon out of cardboard, and we did a lot of the fundraising, and we did a lot of the design for the t-shirts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of fun um, doing that type of thing and just raising money for a good cause. Uh, Yeah. I remember the booth, like we had the booth set up where we, like, auctioning off, and then was it somebody... Somebody went to the dollar store and bought all those. Oh, that was me. Yeah. 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 So the the dollar store had these, like, foam, cheap... uh, lightsabers that lit up yeah and i was like these are only a dollar yeah we like wrapped electrical tape up one end so that way there was like a little handle and yeah. we sold them for like uh, three, three bucks, bucks. Yeah. yeah and we sold out of them and we had to i think we oh all in all i think we made two trips to the dollar store in order to get all that stuff going but um but yeah and then like you know i didn't really tell my pa- my, my family about it that i did this type of stuff just because it was just something for me to do. Um, and then, like, you know, as the, as the years went on, um, things got harder for my dad. Like, he, the way he had to be taken care of and then be driven to doctor's appointments and things like that. And it's like, it was just difficult to see that happening in the background, you know, of your life. You know, like, you know, you're trying to live your life at the same time. But then, like, you know, to see, you know, like your father struggle it was really difficult to deal with. And I'm still dealing with it right now. Um, the thing, the, the time it hit me the most was when um, he could barely walk. And this was nearing the end of, nearing, um, it was it happened last year. And then I had to carry him. And I was carrying him like a, you know, like, you know, like when you're a kid and you fall asleep and your parents put you back to bed. Yeah. It was like that. You know, I had to carry him. And then I, I put him... I put him in the bed and I was like, holy crap. 
you know, and it was just very, nearing the end, he was just very, it was just very difficult, but he was in very high spirits. Yeah. Like, he would joke all the time, and, um, you know, he would, he would always be down to do something, you know, um, but yeah, so I do this, I do this stuff, I take this stuff, like, pretty seriously, and it hits really close to home, because, you know, there are people that can't afford, fortunately enough, like, we were able to afford all the things that he needed, um, but then later, you know, but then to think that there are so many other people that, that need all this stuff, and they can't afford it, you know, it's like, you have to stand, I feel like I, it's a responsibility for me to stand up and just help out, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, that's, that's what I have to say on it. Yeah. Uh, right. well, thanks for sharing no, with totally us and, and the listeners. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, time to reopen some old wounds now for me. Um, in, to, in 2007, in March, so, gosh, I'm almost nine years ago now at this mm-hmm. point, um, um, really close personal family friend, um, basically, my, my, for I always called her my sister, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't blood-related, but that was my sister, you know. Yeah. Um, Brianna. Uh, she was in high school, and she was a junior at the time, and she was, like, on the soccer team, and she was, like, she was always really fast. And uh, right before, like, I, let me back up to December of 2006. She just wasn't running as fast. We thought she was being lazy. Mm-hmm. Um uh, yeah, you know, just, you know, a teenage girl, just, you know, not re- starting to not really want to be involved in whatever, you know, what, whatever she was going through. Uh, and so, uh, eventually she just like started getting more and more pain in her chest. And eventually we like, uh, we finally got her to like get some x-rays and then they, they saw this like massive tumor in her chest and it had basically collapsed one of her lungs. And so that that kind of explained why she wasn't running as hard because she was only operating on you know one half <laughs> she was yeah. operating on one lung. Yeah. So um, they found this like I said a, a massive tumor in her chest, and uh, it was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and that was uh, it was uh, crazy scary like to you know hear that mm-hmm. first thing and 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 to be there when it you know when it was announced basically, and. I just remember the first, like, the first thing we, uh, when she heard that and they started explaining the treatment options, uh, then they brought up chemo and she had this, like, really long hair down to her ass, like, and, like, it it was really long and, you know, beautiful hair. And she just, like, started crying because she was going to lose her hair. Yeah. You know, she's a teenage girl. And so, like, it was very important to, like, you know, have, you know, to, to, to look pretty, look good and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. I mean. Little stuff like that. Um, another thing that American Cancer Society does is like they help pay for wigs too for people that need it. Yeah. And so stuff like that. That, uh, that was one of the things that we got for her was some wigs, some really cute wigs. And uh, she got uh, like eventually like her hair started to grow back a little bit. It like uh, she had it in a faux hawk at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started calling her punk rock for a little bit. That was you know fun good stuff <laughs> like that. Um, she she fought for 16 months and uh she graduated high school and then 3 weeks later uh the day after uh 4th of July actually July 5th mm. was when she passed away and i just i was working at a boy scout camp at the time and 
I was, uh, I was, I was visiting her in the hospital all the time, like at every chance I could really. And I, I was actually at an orientation like in the middle of the week and I said, and I saw her and she was looking really like she was in there for the last time. Yeah. But she was really skinny. I just remember her being so skinny. And uh, I told her, you know, eat something, you know, making jokes, trying to lighten the mood because that's, that's who I am. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just, I, I knew it wasn't looking good. And then Saturday morning, I get a call, like, you, uh, from my dad saying, it's time, you got to get, get your ass down here now. Mm-hmm. And so I grabbed me and my brother, and we, uh, we hauled ass to the hospital. And it's... It, it's it's still tough to think about, you know, like, uh, she she died in 2008, in July, mm-hmm. and so we're coming up on eight years for me, and it's still, it, it's still rough, you know, but it's, uh, that kind of galvanized me a little bit to start doing the American Cancer Society Relay for Life. Yeah. Uh, cause the following summer, um, uh, I actually went down and, uh, uh, I had, well, we had a friend that did her own team and I joined that and helped and I made keychains and we sold the keychains and I think I still might have a couple of them hanging somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, uh, like that, that's what kind of started me, uh, helping out with somebody else's team. And then in 2010, the following year, that's when we started our own cancer wars team. And yeah. I, I just remember being so focused and trying to get like, trying to do everything. I remember and, that time. Dude. Yeah. You were, you were like, you were like, who can go to the meeting? And then, you know, majority of us would be, like, busy with work or something. And then, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to the meeting. You know, no, Vince, then, Vince was, like, the leader. You, yeah, like you Vince was the really leader. You really were the leader, dude. Like, I was like, holy crap. Like, how did, how did you have time to do all this? You um, know what I mean? I, I didn't, but I did anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, so, you know, I somehow found the time. And I uh, it, it's, it just kind of, like, really focused me. Like, I, I, I couldn't save Brianna, but I wanted to try to save somebody else. That's, yeah. And that was... That was my motivation to keep going. And then the team got smaller and smaller and people, you know, get busy with their lives. Totally. They, they move away to different colleges. And we were a team of college students, basically. So, I mean, trying to get trying to get young adults on the same schedule is... is That's ex- rough. It is right. incredibly difficult. Yeah. So uh, the team kind of just fell apart. I took a year off. And then I went back and like helped like with another uh, one of my friends on their team for a couple years, mm-hmm. and um, and now we're bringing our team back. So and I'm I'm really excited to to spearhead it and get going on that again. Definitely, yeah, totally. So yeah, I, I guess that's kind of it for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, you mentioned like the whole chemo thing. Um, not to not a couple months ago, I was going through like some of my dad's stuff, and then. Um, like, when, when you do chemo, like, there really burns and stuff. Like, it, it really, like, you know, mm-hmm. messes with you. And, like, the hair falling out. And then I remember, like, I had to buy my dad, like, these Kangol hats. You know, like, the ones that, like, Sam Jackson wears. And he wore them all the time. Your dad looked smooth as hell in those hats, though. I know. I, like, I know. But he looked like a freaking golfer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the point where, like, you know, when we, um, at his funeral, we had him wear one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, man, the whole... The whole, like, when when they go, that's a hard thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, my dad was in hospice, right? So then they just, he really wanted to, um, he really, all he, his last wish that was that he wanted to go home. So we called the hospice care and all that stuff, and we set it up. So we set it up, and then we, we get him a hospital bed, all that stuff, you know. 
um, he he need, he wasn't breathing on his own anymore. Like he could barely breathe on his own. Uh, he needed a machine to do it. Normally, people need like 10 to 15 liters of oxygen. He needed 20. And like, he, he needed a lot of help. And then in the middle of the night, um, I, I would do this thing where like I could measure his blood pressure with this uh, little device I put on his finger. And I couldn't get a reading anymore. So I was like, dude, this thing's broken. And then, you know, um, his hands are, his fingertips are getting cold. And like his finger, uh, his feet started getting cold. And I was like, oh shit, it's about to happen. So later on that night, you know, um, he was just having a lot of trouble breathing. And then he passed, like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing right now. Like, when someone dies in front of you, nothing like the movies. Not at all. <laughs> like, no. Seriously. It, nothing it, like the movies at all. They're like, they're like uh, I have three more sentences I want to tell you. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he was just breathing and he stopped. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, holy shit. And it was anti, you know, like, I was like, and that was it, right? But there's there's a funny side to this. Like right after my uh, my my dad passed, like just like not even two minutes, my aunt was with us, and she if she hears this, which I doubt she will, but she's gonna kill me. Um, what happened was that um, she started like her blood pressure shot through the roof. So me and my family are gathered around my dad. He just passed like right in front of us, and then. My aunt was like, I need to sit down. And we had a live-in nurse, and she was, like, watching my aunt. And then she goes, "Your her, her blood pressure is, like, through the roof. And then she goes, can someone call 911? And I'm like, are you, are you kidding? My, my, dad, dad, my dad's dead right there. So then someone calls 911. And then the funniest thing, this, is, this can only happen to my family, because the funniest thing was that the fire department comes in, right? My dad just passed away in a hospice bed in the same room and then my aunt's like sitting on a on one of the couches like hyperventilating and then <laughs> paramedics walk in and they're confused. <laughs> they're like, are we here for him or are we here for her? And then we're all around my dad we're just like, you're, you're here for her and we just pointed them away because we're <laughs> like, you know, like we don't, like, you can't write this and then yeah. like, so like the paramedics were literally confused like, um... Uh, that this gentleman is dead, and I'm like, yes, we know that. We're waiting on, we're waiting on some other people, and then you can just go deal with her. So then, and then, she, so they decide to take her to the hospital, uh, on an ambulance. And then my my aunt goes, can someone come with me? I'm like, uh, kind of kind of busy here, <laughs> kind of busy here. But you know, it was, I don't know, just. It was it was just a funny way for all of that to happen. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know, man. Because uh, when when my, when I was a kid, my dad would just uh, he would always smoke every morning and every day, and it was just like I knew it was gonna get to him. Yeah. And like now, you know, I've unfortunately I've I was a smoke I I was a smoker up until like like a couple months ago. Yeah. I just, I, you know, I just, it just came down to me where I just, I had to stop. 
you know, if I want to live long enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to add no. that in there. No, no absolutely. It actually sparked something that, uh, for my sister, because, it, uh, again, yeah. uh, same thing. We were in the hospital. Uh, there was, God, there was probably like 20 of us in that hospital room. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to, we get there, and they just basically, uh, they, they hand over a badge, like, I think they had like 12 of them already written out, ready to go for anybody else showing up Yeah. Um, at the security station. They just hand the badge over and we go straight up, which is like another not good sign if they're just letting everybody in, you know, normally, totally. normally they regulate it to a couple of people at a time, but yeah, yeah that, that hospital room was packed. And, um, uh, again, like, uh, she was having trouble breathing mm-hmm. and then, uh, she just stopped and, and, and again with, uh, like she was really cold. I remember that. Yeah. And because I uh, I was an un- I-, I was somebody who can't like like I have to find funny in the dark place yeah um, um, same uh, otherwise here, same here yeah so basically I said uh, it could, uh, I basically said well now I can see thestrals from Harry I-, I made a Harry Potter reference yeah you know not an hour after my sister had died so like it's just that was my coping mechanism totally then. everyone and copes e- differently exactly and and that's what they'll tell you and it's perfectly. Whatever you need to do, is um is what you need to do to cope with it. And yeah. so and I, I was making jokes, I tried to you know, and, you know so you you get a few chuckles and then we're back to weeping you know and so it's like a weird it's, it, medium it, it, of laughing it, and crying. It, it it is a weird uh, dynamic uh, that I created, um, and uh, I I I've definitely learned. Uh, a b- better ways i guess for me for coping mm-hmm. um as i've gotten older yeah and so uh, I, uh, I i don't make as many jokes like right after like i'll make jokes still but like i i feel the room better. yeah i, I definitely f- I, I read the room a lot better now um that's for sure definitely um, totally. yeah and I, I guess that w- that basically is a uh, at least for now until something else comes up and sparks more <laughs> that's definitely. what i got yeah. for me right yeah. now same here um i guess i'll talk about sharice for a little bit um (laughs) our friend sharice from college uh who i met in like 2004 2005 something like that i think it was 05 yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um i'm terrible with dates (laughs) it's okay dude that's why i'm around (laughs) that's why we got vince um we met in like 2005 and you know i knew her as like she always wanted to sing, and she was in the musicals, you know, in college, and she had a great voice, and when um, a girlfriend of mine uh, at the time uh, was, you know, her grandmother was passing away from cancer, mm-hmm. and um, she saw Sheree sing um, before, and she requested that Sheree sing at her funeral. Mm-hmm. And when, when she passed, uh, uh, you know, uh, some friends reached out and asked her to sing there, and she sang um, at the funeral. Mm-hmm. And some years went by, and you know, Sharice was like us, you know, putting her life together. She was going to be a teacher, and yeah, I remember that. She was working with kids and doing all of that. And Sharice just loved kids; like she just loved children. You know, like you, you know, she was just one of those people that you could tell just wanted to have children. You yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. and um, um, she, you know, she got engaged and things like that, and yeah. soon after that, she was 
diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And mm-hmm. um, we were all we were all pretty shocked, you know, when that announcement came because it was just a few months after the engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of when, you know, we all like kind of went our different ways after that time. Mm-hmm. You know, we like, you know, Daniel is, you know, East Bay and working Berkeley yeah. and, and, you know, Vince, you graduated East Bay and mm-hmm. you know, was working and doing stuff. And then, um, when she got sick, you know, we started, you know, some of us started visiting her and I tried to visit her, you know, as much as I could with, with the work that I was doing and, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that. Yeah. And then there was a time that I was like homeless, you know, so I couldn't always get out to her, or, you know, like there was all of these like things, you know, everybody had their life to deal with, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, she fought for a few years, you know, and you know, unfortunately this in 2015 she she lost that fight and you know that that was kind of a trigger for me to like you know what like the same with you Vince like I couldn't save her you know um, mm-hmm. but you know if we all start pulling together you know we could we could start making a difference you know yeah, and help and prevent you know just prevention education um, for people that just, you know, providing money for, for hospice services, you know, and just to have a comfortable way to leave, to leave, just to, to pass on with dignity. Mm-hmm. And there are people that don't get that. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed about our groups of previous years was the amount of kids that we got totally. to like to make happy. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's when we when we were there, like we, you know, like we were kind of like little miniature relay for life rock stars. Yeah, yeah, like all the other, you know, a lot of the other teams were kind of like, to like, who are these guys? Like yeah. we were kind of the first <laughs> yeah. group that like set the trend of like this is a group, this is what we're recognized for, and yeah, yeah, uh, we won like most spirited awards and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, they, they they really liked our energy and as a group. We and made we made t-shirts and then it got to the point where like we started like a t-shirt I think they started contest. Doing, yeah, they started doing because a t-shirt of us. contest. Yeah. Um uh, I remember the first year we like swept like everything cuz yeah. I remember we won we won the, box the races, car. like we won a lot of the races. So one one of the things they have at uh, Relay for Life is that you have to create a a race car out of like a uh, out of cardboard material. Yeah, this was at the Hayward one. This like at the Hayward e- each one. event is different. They like a... they'll have their own like little uh, activities or whatever. But mm-hmm. the, we were at the Hayward one. So, they, yeah. yeah, the Hayward one had uh, this box car race where you had to put on this box and you weren't, you know, and you had to run around uh, from like point A to point B. And then I took it upon myself to like take take the idea of a box car thing and I turned it into a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, in. Like, it was, the looks I got from other parents, like from other teams, were like, "That is not made out of cardboard." Because I painted the thing, like I, I, I spent like at least two weeks on it. Yeah, you, you had like every little sharpie line on. I remember it too, you guys. Like, yeah. Remember you guys showed up at Home Depot when I was still working there. Yeah, and you guys were buying the materials, and I was like, "Hey guys, what are you guys doing? We're building Millennium Falcon. Oh, cool! I can't wait to see it, dude." Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know. It was it. See, those events like the that event like it. 
it made you feel really good about what you were doing. It made you feel um, like you were making a difference. And at the same time, it wasn't so strenuous that like, like it was work that was worth doing. Like it wasn't work like, oh, I have to do this. There's not no, other... it's like the memories that we made and the bonds that we formed, you know, through those events. Totally. Were like a part of, you know, our life. You know, and, and, you know, Sharice was a part of these groups too. You know, she yeah. had her own group, yeah. but she was a part of this, mm-hmm. you know, um, she, she believed in Relay for Life, you know, we believe in it. We're trying to carry on, you know, what, you know, what she fought for, what your sister fought for, you know, what your, what your dad fought for, you know, it's yeah. another day with your family, you know, and, um, we just want to help out with that and and you know that's what we're going to do we have a lot of things planned definitely um so individually you're going to see some really cool stuff come together from us you know like we got a lot of plans we got a lot of ideas and we would um, totally love to share it with you guys and our, we're going to document audience. yeah we're going to document so you know we're going to post updates weekly you know with our with our podcast but then on our individual social medias there's going to be a presence of the media for the social media for the group itself um so just you know we just want to share that with you and and this was kind of like a a a glimpse inside what we do in our personal lives in our personal lives like um i mean yeah we talk about star wars all the time you know just like to no end and we'll we'll throw in like paranormal stuff and like you know sometimes we sometimes we're like really goofy and sometimes like we're really serious but i think this like this uh, campaign that we do uh, now is like um, like you know, a culmination of both. Like we can have we we have fun with like, um, with the concept of Star Wars, and we bring that to, you know, a good, um, a good cause. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, that's what, I don't know. That's what we, that's what we believe in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. I think we're all excited. We're Definitely. all passionate. Um, we apologize for all the feels you know, this <laughs> yeah. episode might bring. Yeah, this one's this but, episode's but, a little bit I more mean, serious. It's a little bit more serious, but if if you guys would, you know, wherever you're listening, yeah. you know, like if you know the listeners that aren't in the Bay Area with us, like this is a world event. Like you could be a part of this. Yeah, you know, you could go to their website. You can donate to the websites. You can. You know, you can start your own team. Like, look mm-hmm. up in your communities. Like, this is a good thing. Yeah, and, and it, this is, and it's amazingly fun to get your your family involved. This is mm-hmm. a family thing that you can get your entire family involved in designing your team with costumes, with T shirts, with with contests for the kids and the teenagers and the adults. And it's such a spirited event, and it the the build up to it. Mm-hmm. Is hard, yeah. But you know, it's you're around people that have similar experiences to you. Yeah, they've yeah, gone they're, through it. They're, yeah, they're, it's cathartic. It's good. You yeah. know, it's just a really great thing. I just really yeah. want everybody. As many people to yeah, be a part of it. everybody with all kinds of different beliefs. <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you're, you know, where you are politically or where what your religion is. Mm-hmm. Everybody like has been touched by cancer, and to have everybody come together. Uh, for for twenty four hours, to say hey yeah screw you cancer you know yeah. uh and 
and just everybody has all this crazy energy and it's all being focused towards this towards just you know one day showing that we're still here we're still fighting and it's it's an incredible experience and i would highly recommend uh there's a lot of fun during the day it gets a lot more serious at night and in the morning uh, you get angry and you want to go off into the world and just you know go bug your congressman to get more funding and all the, all right. kinds of stuff like that and so and then we're back at yeah. it again yeah. you know now we're 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 back at it we're going to do this again this is going to be our, our fourth year yeah. this yeah. cancer wars mm-hmm. um and i think our team every every year we've tried to you know somewhat manipulate the the title of a star wars movie and we're just going to go ahead and skip the prequels and keep going yeah. on yeah um uh, so our team this year will be uh, The Fight Awakens, Star Wars, uh, Cancer Wars, The Fight Awakens, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and I think we have some big things. We've come a long way from 2010 skill-wise and, you know, organizational-wise because we're all adults now. We're grown. Yeah. Grown-ass men. Yes. <laughs> and we... We got that org organizational skills all down pat, so mm -hmm. so we gotta yeah. get it done right. So <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for for updates. Pay attention to social media because we're gonna be posting a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. If you are not on our Facebook page, uh, check it out. Um, we're we're constantly updating new episodes that are premiering, and as the months continue, we're gonna be adding more linkage to our Cancer Wars team. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right, take care. Until next time. The DSV Oddcast is produced by Daniel Banatow, Vince Gabrielson, and me, Sam Vegas. Music by Daniel Banatow. Sound editing by Ryan Taylor. <laughs> This has been an podcast.